You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 126. Today we're talking about how to stop overthinking your business and break the cycle of overwhelm with this one journal prompt. This is really the life assessment that you do not want to miss. There are lots of amazing things happening right now in my business and my life in general. Business is growing. I've been pursuing some new investment opportunities in real estate, which has been very exciting. The kids are doing amazing. I'm feeling very connected to them and grateful for my home and my health and just where I'm at. But all of that being said, this was not the case just six months ago, just a few months ago. And I really could have used an exercise like this specific one that I'm going to share with you today back then when I was feeling stuck. This is the kind of exercise that we can all use really anytime, but especially when we are feeling stuck. Or maybe you're stuck in the spinning of comparison with others in business. Maybe you're feeling behind or even frustrated because you feel like the odds are stacked against you. This is all just your brain doing you a disservice. And it gets us stuck in this pattern of overthinking. It can sometimes be a trauma response. It is often a result of perfectionism. And it can also be a psychological strategy to avoid discomfort. So let's stop the madness of overthinking because I see too many of my clients suffering in this way. And this has happened to me so often too. Now, it is important that you're not driving while you listen to this, that you are in a place where you can pull out a piece of paper or type, if that's your thing, on the computer. But there is something special about putting a pen to paper. So if you can do that, grab your journal or a piece of paper. And doing this exercise will require you to slow the F down long enough to get clarity on what is actually going on and how to stop overthinking and instead move forward. This is an ideal exercise to do when you're feeling panicky, frantic, or overwhelmed. This exercise is the remedy. The longer you are in business as an entrepreneur, the easier it will be to see how there are cycles and stages of business. And every once in a while, we might get stuck in this type of overthinking pattern or overanalyzing our next steps. Or anytime we're going through tough times in life in general, 
or if a major change or transition is happening, when the universe is calling us to grow in new ways, we end up spinning instead of taking action, and we don't get much forward momentum. This exercise is designed to help you stop spinning and give yourself a heck of a lot more clarity. So let's move forward and get a grip on reality, shall we? So one of my clients recently was going through this type of spin cycle. She was experiencing a lot of uncertainty, not trusting herself on how to move forward, and general disappointment. And I see this a lot with clients. It's this frustration or disappointment for where they are, and it's a very defeating mindset to be stuck in. And what it does when we start spinning in this way is we start to look for clarity in all the wrong places. And for this one client of mine, we both started to notice that in our coaching sessions, she was spending a lot of time analyzing and searching for these answers from a logical place. But most of the time, she ended up just spinning out in her own thoughts. When I first connected to this client, she came to me for help to help figure out her own schedule because she wanted to grow her business, but she was feeling constantly at the mercy of everyone else's needs. And she desperately wanted to get her business started. She has done so much work on herself in the time that we've been working together to get where she is now. And she's making a ton of changes in the way she shows up in her partnership and relationship as a mom, as a coach for her clients, and with herself. But her brain analyzes at lightning speed. It's like this beautiful processor that moves fast, sometimes too fast. And this happens to a lot of us. It's almost like our brain is overcompensating with thinking because it's trying to avoid the discomfort of pausing and feeling. When our brain is moving like a high-speed train in this way, it keeps us from slowing down and taking inventory on where we are and what we actually need. When our brain is spinning like this, it can also make us feel a little bit unsafe and panicky and that ungrounded feeling. When this happens, we need to stop because we're looking in the wrong places for answers and for clarity on how to move forward. And it just keeps us stuck and almost paralyzed, not taking action. So if you can relate to this, this is the exercise for you. So grab your journal or piece of paper. It is time to get a grip on the reality of where we actually are so that we know where to focus our attention because we are all on our own individual journey. There is no one right answer about what is the next step to take that anyone else can tell you. Sure, having a general outline of a step-by-step process does help, but we are all so unique. So doing this exercise will help you stop that spinning, get clear on where you're headed and where to focus your attention next so that you know exactly what your next step is to take. So here's the journal prompt on steroids that I'm going to give to you today. In this exercise, you are going to take inventory of two main areas of your life. 
one external and two internal. Now for the first part of this, we're going to take inventory of these external factors. There are three. Number one external factor, your health. I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Think about it as just a scale on the spectrum of one being poor health, five being good, and 10 being excellent. And if you aren't sure exactly where to rate yourself, ask yourself this, how well am I taking care of my health? Rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. The second external factor is your wealth. Take a look at your financial circumstances, just the facts, the actual data, the numbers, the money, and give yourself a score. Overall, for example, perhaps being at a 10 means that you have complete financial independence or the financial security that you desire. Rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. Where are you in relation to that when it comes to your wealth? External factor number three, relationships. Consider all of the relationships you have in your life, whether the main one be romantic or not, the relationship maybe you have with family and or friends. When you consider those relationships, what does an ideal vision of my relationships in my life look like? That would be your 10. I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Where do I rate myself when it comes to those relationships? How well am I connected with others? Now that you have rated yourself in these three areas, these external factors of health, wealth, and relationships, Take a good look at where you are currently. What external factors are currently working in my favor? How can I work with them? And ask yourself, where do I clearly need to focus more effort in these areas? And now I want you to get resourceful. What comes to mind when you ask yourself, who can help me move this forward? When you take a look at the answers to those questions, what are these external factors working in my favor? How can I work with them? And where do I need to focus more effort? As well as who can help me move them forward? Identify one step right now that you can take to close this gap. What is one step that you can take that will help you gain momentum forward? and close the gap. Write it down. If you need to pause this, go ahead and pause, take the time to write your answers, and then we'll move forward. The second part of this exercise is to take inventory of these internal factors. There are three internal factors. The first is your energy. Think of this like the physical energy that you have within you throughout the day. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you have the energy to accomplish what you want in a day? Not do you accomplish it, but do you have the energy to? 
So rate yourself on that energy. How invigorated does your body feel throughout the day to get done what you want to? The second internal factor we're going to take inventory on is your mood, your emotions. A great question I love to ask here is what are the top three emotions you feel most often? Take some time to think about it and pause this if you need to. Now that you've identified what the top three emotions are that you feel most often, look for a theme. And consider when you're rating yourself one to 10 here, if one was low vibe emotions, more of those quote unquote negative emotions, they just have a lower vibration. They may be something like frustration or discouraged. Those are more on the one end of the scale. And on the 10 end of the scale would be more of those positive high vibe emotions. For example, inspired, motivated, or one of my favorites right at the top, blissful. Don't overthink this. Just rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. How low or high vibe are those emotions that you feel most often? The third internal factor we're taking inventory on is your mindset. And for purposes of this exercise and this journal prompt, I want you to simply think about mindset here as a spectrum between scarcity, which would be a one, and abundant or expansive, which would be a 10. So for example, scarcity might be a line of thinking that sounds like things never go my way. The worst always happens to me. I'm so unlucky. Those would be some examples of a mindset that would be at a level one. Some examples of mindset that would be at a level 10 would be believing more often that things just work out, right? Things just work out for me. An example of scoring a 10 on the mindset scale would be that you're always open to opportunities and you believe that things are coming your way, that things will just work out. That would be an example of level 10. So take inventory of these internal factors and how you scored them and ask what internal factors are working in my favor and how can I work with them? Based on your answers, ask yourself, where do I clearly need to focus more effort? And now get resourceful. Write down what comes to mind when you ask, Who can help me move this forward? This is about accepting what is in front of you, but also knowing where you need to improve so that you can take one or two steps in the right direction. So what is one step right now? I want you to write this down. What is one step you can take forward to close this gap when it comes to these internal factors? Now listen, this isn't meant to be done in just two minutes. It's going to take a little bit longer, but it is worth it. Take some time with this one. This is truly a journal prompt on steroids. Here is the takeaway I want you to have. This is going to help you take a step back to stop overthinking 
and get a broader look at the external factors at play and the internal factors that you are experiencing. Be compassionate with yourself and what you are experiencing in both of those areas. It is a great way to slow down this overthinking and stop overanalyzing so that you can get clarity and move forward. It's a great way to organize all of those spinning thoughts into a more clear assessment of where you actually are and where the gaps are so that you can get clear on what you want to improve. If you do this exercise to completion, you should have some very clear next steps on how to move forward. So now, put those in your calendar. The bottom line here is that this is a marathon. Entrepreneurship is a long game. It is not a sprint. It is also a personal growth journey. So be open to whatever it is you need right now regardless of whatever season of entrepreneurship of life you are in. I hope you found this helpful. And if you want to take it one step further and you haven't yet downloaded the ultimate success guide for CEO moms yet, go grab it. There is a fantastic section that was so helpful to me as I was getting to my first 10K months where you can list out some of these external and internal factors that you are facing right now. Now, it is a step-by-step comprehensive workbook to help you navigate those obstacles, as well as give you some very simple sales and marketing strategies that will jumpstart your business. So take your time as you go through the workbook, and when you grab the download, you will begin receiving daily emails from me to help you take those steps and overcome the hurdles that are getting in the way. I will drop the link in the show notes for the ultimate success guide, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.